Things change all the time. And a lot of times people fear them. Some people believe that change is the worst thing that could happen, but it's not always the case. Now, in order to move on with life, we have to change. And I think change is good because if nothing changed, then life would not exist for most people. Now, I also believe that people should purposely make changes in their life in order to experience new things. And I see how one person can benefit from doing things differently. Most of the time, people find out that changes help them to understand things better and even enjoy their lives better. Now, change allows people to grow not only mentally, but also physically and emotionally. Now, my guest today started out as a rapper and she moved on to become a successful entrepreneur and business owner. Sit back and take a listen to her journey because you're going to be truly inspired by this guest. Thank you for joining me. This is One Mike Knight Podcast with Marcos Luis. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of One Mike Night Podcast. The podcast that brings you stories of artists and people on their journey, helping to guide, answer questions, and motivate you in the business. If you haven't already, please make sure you subscribe and share these episodes. And you can go to Apple Podcasts and write a review. Five is always nice. <laughs> but please, please share these episodes because I have so many brilliant, brilliant people around the world that I want to share with you and their journeys of inspiration. Today, I'm very, very excited. My guest today is visiting us from across the pond. She is an actress, a comedian, I should say, oh, an award-winning actress, a comedian, a host, a stand-up comic. She's an entrepreneur. She is an improv artist. She's a lot of things. And I'm so, so happy to have her on the show today. Please welcome Melanie T. Gale. <laughs> Hello. Doing, Melanie? Hello. Thank you so much. That amazing welcome. I couldn't Thank do better myself. I couldn't do better myself. Well, um, well deserved. Well deserved. I'm, I'm sure. like, is that me? Is that me? <laughs> Nowadays, I just say, I'm like, who is that you're talking about? But um, now I just say I'm a bit of a creative because, you know, it's so much things, but they're kind of intertwined, mm -hmm. you know. So, um, but yeah, no, nice to be on here. And I love what this is about because everyone has a journey. Everyone's journey is different, but we're Absolutely. all going to the same place. So I'm going to even be tuning in to see, to hear the other stories and that and see everybody's journey because it's very interesting to me as well. I yeah. love that. Listen, I have questions. First question, mm -hmm. who is Melanie Yale? 
who is Melanie Gale? Good question. Yeah. Well, Melanie T. Gale. I like the way you threw in the T. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, when I was doing the acting, I wanted to be like Samuel L. Jackson. Do you know what I mean? So right, yeah. I wanted the Melanie T. Gale and that. So I tried that. But um, Melanie Gale, Melanie T. Gale, you know, I'm just, you know, black British actress, comedian, as you said. You know, I've been out here trying. I've had dreams, you know, working towards my dream for many years. And um, started back as a child, like, used to go to stage school, you know, like, fame and all that. Yeah, yeah. So I used to go to, like, a Barbara Street stage school when I was young, um, doing tap, drama, jazz, and all that sort of stuff, acting. But when I left school, I was more a rapper. I wanted to, do, I was like a tomboy. Growing up, I was a real tomboy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? I was a tomboy. I didn't wear skirts. I didn't do nails. I, I just used to wear tracksuits and all of that. Yeah, yeah. I'd be in the game shop and the games, and I wanted to just be a rapper. Um, so I wanted, I used to be, like, a drum and bass MC. Um, then I went into hip hop and then I was influenced like by Missy Elliott. So in my teens, I was like the UK Missy. I thought that's what I thought. Wow. That was my marketing drive. <laughs> yeah, anyway. yeah. I like marketing. that. Yeah, I was like a UK Missy and I used to be called Caramel G. And and yeah, yeah, Caramel G. Caramel like, G. G. I, yeah, yeah, I like yeah. that. I like that. Yeah, Caramel, Caramel G. G. Okay. And I used to be like RB, hip hop, do writing. And even the stuff I did back then was like on my own label. And it's still in Spotify. So if you put Caramel G, my debut album was called Raised in the Game. That was the plan. Um, yeah. <laughs> I didn't tell you all of this no, stuff. I didn't tell go, you all of this go. stuff. This is the beginning. That's what I'm saying to you about a journey, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, where I am today, you know, 15 years before, I was trying the same thing, you know, like before the internet and all of that, but in the music world. Um, and so I had those skills as a child, which I think is valuable. I did have that training instilled in me. But um, I went off into work and music. Now, and then acting and comedy later in my adult life. Wow. Were your parents instrumental in that? Did your parents push you towards that or just allowed you to do it? Like, because coming, like coming from where you came from and coming from where I come from, your parents don't always allow you that creates, you know, creativity. Yeah, I, I think, as I think, so I don't have any children, but I play a lot of mum roles. We'll cross that later. But um, I think my parents saw skills in me and my sister. So my elder sister went to stage school first. And then that, at that time, it wasn't, there wasn't a lot of black people going to stage school and stuff like that. Um, but in our one, we had a lot of great success. So um, Naomi Campbell used to go to our school. Oh, really? Um, there's a guy called Kwame, now he's the director of the old Vic. He used mm -hmm. to go to Barber Speech. So it was called Barber Speech Stage School. And Amara Santi, she's a famous writer, director now. Um, she did Bell and certain things like that, award-winning kind of director UK. She used to go to our school. And then my sister was like a child star. Um, acting okay. so through her they sent me but as I said when I was younger to be honest I didn't see it I I wasn't I didn't see the talent I didn't see the vision I just got sent there and so I was just doing what my parents sent what my parents did for me what they saw but I used to love tap dancing so when I was a child I used to love tap and I think that's with the rhythm and that like that like drumming tap and rap so that was my passion and that's what I went into but Later on in life, all the stuff I learned as a kid, I use it now. So that's what I say, it's very valuable lessons that I had. But my parents saw it. So right. it's good that some people, you need to see something in your child. If it was down to me, I might not be here now. I, I might not have seen it at all and missed it. But they saw, I had to thank my mum in my adult life. I had to say to my mum, like, thanks for sending me there. Because when I did like a three-week theatre run, and I haven't been on stage since I was like 13 or 15, and I had to do it. It was like muscle memory, and there's no way I could have done that if I'd not been there before. Do you know what I mean? If, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I had to thank my mum and say, oh, my God, I can do a lot of things, but definitely it's childhood stuff 
I can't be scared of going on stage when I was on stage as a kid. Do you see what I mean? All right. the rehearsals. And actually, that's probably what helped you is when you become an actor and you study acting, you're, you, you have to be in front of people. So that helps you get over so that I didn't fear. have any of those fears. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. so I didn't have that when I came back as an adult because it just seemed like normal. And I was just so shocked at how I was able to just pick it up after right. not doing it for so long. You know, so I did thank my mom. I said, God, I'm so glad you did send right, me. Yeah. Even and though I didn't use it at the time. I use it now. Every Absolutely. Day. And I always tell my friends that who are in the corporate world too, who have a little bit of fear about doing presentations, mm -hmm. things like that. I always recommend them to take a class, take an acting yes. class, take an improv class, because yeah. it gives you the confidence. You can't do anything about the confidence. You right. have to have the confidence. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have that problem as an adult when I came back. But yeah, my journey was music, caramelty. Find out how MGM, Melanie Gale Talent, came about right after this short break and then and i used to have before so i got an agency now melanie gale talent right but before i used to have mtg which was melanie Teresa gale talent and um, back in the days and i used to manage dances and stuff for music videos so, so did that become about because of what you were doing did you create it out of a need to you it's know, just somehow Things just come to me. So it's like I was doing it. Mm -hmm. And then people knew that I knew a lot of the local talent. So I'm very community. My family in my area, I come from a borough called Brent in London. My dad was like a community leader, run youth centres and stuff here. My mum used to have an empire thing here called Black Insight. And we used to go like, go and roller skating, learn to play steel band, perform and dance, like a local community thing, like pay 10p, you know, subsidised sort right. of thing. She would teach the adults how to do typing and get work experience and get jobs. So my parents are quite well known in the era community. So I've got a bit of that spirit. Right. So anything that I do, I kind of try and bring somebody along with me. Or I, I've always had this thing, like one of my skills that's not on the list, you read that earlier, I would <laughs> say is <laughs> I can spot talent. I think I'm, it's, a, it's a gift. I, I've been doing it for years, but I didn't even know it would lead to being a talent agent or anything like that. But I always saw talent and then I might be, oh, why don't you come or I'd recommend them. Or So people always knew I had to connect to like the streets. So when they were doing videos, they couldn't get people. They'd call me and I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah. And their dance would turn up. So I was kind of doing casting when I wasn't trying to do casting. When I was trying to be an artist, I'd end up being an artist manager because artists were like, manage me and stuff like that. So right. the first time around I, had, I was an artist manager, my brother was called MC Smart Guy. Do you remember the TV show Smart Guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he's, he was 12 at the time. He's about, he's got his own two kids now. He's about 26 now or 30 or something. Um, but he won a contest when he was 12 years old, and I used to manage him, to perform live on Top of the Pops with Kelly Rowland. And he, and he won, and he did it. He performed wow. Dilemma. You know Nelly's um, Dilemma song? Yeah, yeah of he, course. They had a dilemma. Nelly couldn't make it. Kelly came, and I sent his tape in, and he won out of 500 kids, and he performed live. So we were doing stuff. This is all before Ellen, you know, before YouTube, right. before the internet. It was just the streets and word of mouth, do you know what I mean? And texting, you know, so it was just, <clears> if we did that now, you would have been on, it would have gone crazy, right? Right. It, it was just normal TV, like Top of the Pops is not on anymore, like it's all a different day now. So how do you how do you stay current with what's going on? I mean, I my I myself did the same thing. I started my business one mic night in before YouTube. I mean, yes. it was right when YouTube was starting. So when I started the business, which was an open mic situation, giving other artists a platform to do things, I used to have it in a huge nightclub in New York City. Yeah. I used to do everything myself. 
I had a video camera, which wasn't even HD. It was HQ. I would turn it on. And because I didn't have enough manpower to, you know, edit and all those things, I would run between the, the, the songs that the artists were playing, turn it off, then turn it back on and then upload it into YouTube. But you, you just like, you know, sometimes you just have to do what you can, right? Yeah, so so that's, that's entrepreneurial, you know what absolutely. I mean? Or how, you've got to just do what you can with what you've got. Right. Which yeah. is my point. Where did you get that entrepreneurial skill? God, if you ask my parents, um, I had like my problem, my first business when I was 10. Like I, I always had ideas. Really? So it's like um, my first business was like a car wash. I used to have like a car wash for the family and I used to employ my cousins because um, nobody wanted to wash the cars appearance. They get all of us to wash the cars. Um, but then, you know, I'd say I'd do it from somebody a fiver. I'd wash your car for my uncle a fiver, tenner. Then I was like, oh, let's knock on people's doors. Do you want us, you know, hello, can we wash your car? Right. And then, so I started getting money and then I was getting so much, I had to get my cousins and stuff to do it when I was younger. And I said, the funny thing is, I saw that when I was 10. That's the days when you had those machines. Yeah, yeah. But as children, parents used to always get the kids to do it and none of us wanted to do it, right? And some people didn't like those machines who would damage your cars. Like I used to hear the stories. Just, I think, again, just being aware, right. hearing stuff. They used it, but maybe I didn't even like it myself as a kid when it was in there, it's a bit violent. So we used to still wash by hand. But nowadays, in where every corner, they have these car wash places set up. It's a big bit, it's huge. It's a huge and, business, And yeah. I saw that when I was 10. Right. And, I, and, and I didn't, if I carried that on, I would have I been pioneer then. Right. But it's something that is huge then. And that's what I would say, some ideas is, it was a good idea. I just didn't carry, I don't want to be a right. car wash, you know, entrepreneur, do you know what I mean? But it was a good idea when I was young. So I think I just, I just see things. It was a need, it was right. a need. I had the people to do it and I did it. And it's 10. those skills that you learned which helped to get you to where you are now. It's a combination of all those skills when you look back and you say, I did this, I did that, and that. And that's what got me to where I am right now because this I created I today. this. Like basically everything I do, I, I have the knowledge firsthand. So I've got corporate background as well. So in between the rapping and singing, I used to work for Clear Channel. I think they're big in America as well. Mm -hmm. yep. I used to work for Clear Channel UK, advertising exec, number one baby, number one negotiator in the country. <laughs> Smashing it up. Smashing it up. Um, like 14 years in that. And then it was around 2017. I was like, you know what? I was doing this before the music. I've been doing this and I'm good at this, but arts, entertainment, this is my first love. And I just looked around one day in the office and people was chatting about their cat and their dog and, you know, this gardening when they're off. And I was like, what am I doing here? Right. This, I'm like, this, this is not for me. And I, I said, I'm going to take, I'm going to take a time out. And at first it was like a sabbatical. Um, to just, I said, that I've done so much and um, with all these hats, but I'd say I was getting there, there, there with like 50% energy in it, half a bit of work, half a bit here. Right. So I thought, what if I did a hundred? What if, because I never had a hundred, I've never up yeah. until 2017, I never put a hundred percent into any of my own stuff. Right. And I helped like you, I helped this person, I did that. I, I come up with this idea. I'm always giving stuff, giving, sharing out my energy and energy is everything. So again, I'm getting older, I'm getting wiser, I'm learning. I've you learn from your mistakes, all yes, these things, yes. and I tell you way to success. These are all things is real. You know, you start, you stop, you start, you stop. But they weren't wrong. Maybe it was the wrong time. Maybe I wasn't ready yet. Blah blah blah. But 2017, I've been working many years, corporate top companies, smashing it. I I've done this, I've done that. But now I'm like, what if I put a hundred into my own creativity for a year? Let me just try that. 
And this has led me to where I am now. And I never look back. It's now 2021. And I, and I can't believe it. I, at first, it was actually scary. It was scary for me to leave work. To that's finish. what I was going to say. How did you do it? How did you do it? Because I think that's the biggest problem that people have is the fear of one, not being able to pay their bills. And two, what if I don't make it? And then I'll be, you know, a disgrace. Where it is hard. Like when yeah. I first took the job, it was a shift working job. So it was like four days on, four days off. So I was like, that's great. So I do the work. When I'm off, I do my music. That's all I was thinking about at the time. Da -da -da -bam. I did that for about five years. And then I was like, this is long. I don't want to do that. Then I got head, um, I went from Clear Channel to the head office. That's when I got into the estates and stuff. And then I was like, mm, this still ain't my thing. But then when it came to 2017, before that, like I never joined the pension. That's the thing. I ended up working at Clear Channel for about 12 years. But every time I went there, like it came to pinch, I was like, no, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Like, I'm never going to, I'm not going to be here next year. I'm gone. Caramel G, baby. Right? <laughs> I, yeah, and I never joined that pension. So I had that belief that I'm going to go. But what starts happening is you've got your real love and passion, what I believe. Right. Then you start getting the money. Yeah. The regular bonus, promotion, right. you know, yeah, holidays. Yeah. And so this, I still got my love, but then I start getting comfortable. You get start comfortable, the money's coming in, and that's all right. So maybe I'm doing a little bit of caramel D, maybe caramel D jumped off, maybe I'm doing it on the weekends, right. and then I'm in the work mode, right? Then I started working hard, killing that, which is good. But as I said, I lost the balance because I'm really here for my creativity. You know what I'm saying? Right. But with the money and getting comfy, different things, like drinking, socializing, I lost my real love, not doing my main thing, going on the other side. 2017, I'm like, nah, man, I'm not about this. I'm about. My energy, you know, my creative stuff. I need to bring that back. So I just had to, um, you're talking about three years of right. like, said, I'm going to resign. 2014, I'm going to leave. Still there. 2015, I'm going to go. Then my parents, think of this, your mortgage, blah, blah. 2016, you sure melt. So it, it was a lot of people's fears. I had fears, like you said, the bills, how am I going to right. survive? Mm -hmm. But then there's other people. Oh, you sure? How are you going to get work? There's so many actors not working. Other people's story. But in 2017, I said, you know what? That's your story. That's not my story. I don't Boom. have those fears. That's your fear. That's, That's it. That's not my fear. That's it. I haven't That's got it. no kids to put in uni. I haven't got no debts. That's I haven't it. got any big bills. I've got savings. Right. Um, and I did the maths. And I did the maths and I worked out for 12 months. I said, every, not everyone can just jump, but I did do the maths. And I worked out that I could at least take 12 months out to try and follow my dreams. And, and I could survive. And, and that's because of all the hard work I did up to this all day. And I said, and I said based yep. on that, I don't care about you lot's story. I don't care about your fears. I believe, and I can do it. Financially, I can do it. And that's if I didn't even book a job in that 12 months right. on my maths. But then I said, I can sing. I can rap. I can act. I'm a hand model as well. You yeah. sure are. <laughs> I'm a hand model, right? <laughs> I know, I bet. <laughs> yeah, I'm I do. Sure. You can but get you like 500 pounds. I learned, oh, right. you can get like 500 pounds a day just to be swiping a phone or some shit like that with my hands, just like, just doing, just, just, oh, look at my watch and that, yeah? Right. I'm like, I said to myself, if in a month I can't get a hand modeling job, I can't get a, a, a walk on in a commercial or something, a short film, a comedy gig can get me free. I used to do hosting and presenting. So I just went into hustle mode. So I'm like, I've got these God-given skills and talents that I and stuff. And I said, I literally had to challenge myself and be like, no, if you can't make this work with that God-given stuff, like you're a waster. Like we call it a waste man here. I, I had to tell myself, if you can't make it work, you're a waste man. Right. So I'm saying, because you've got all of that. So I had to I had to kind of psych up my own self. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, of course we do. So 
so for the people out there, where, where do you begin? You know what I mean? Like you take this, you say, okay, so what about the people who don't have that savings? I mean, I don't know if I necessarily recommend people just quitting their job. No. I think you have to, there, there's definitely- You can't just quit your job. You can't just quit your job. You can't just, you can't, as I said, everybody, like I said, everyone's path journey is whatever. Absolutely. I yeah. worked very hard for many years. Mm-hmm. Um, hard, not doing what I should be doing. But as I said, I don't have kids. Again, my whole life is different. I it's cannot different. apply this uh, to everybody. And I'm, and I'm not trying to say you must follow me or whatever, but you've got to make it work for you. Right. So if it's part-time, if it's whatever you do to make it work, you know, I had 12 month gamble. It was a gamble, but I said, the way that I worked hard is I said, I'm not, what am I saving it for? Like, what am I, I'm just looking at the money here while I'm not following my dreams. So it's like, what am I going to, I don't want a car. I'm not, I'm not on that, all that cars and hype and all this shit. Look at Mel's flexing. So I'm like, I, I didn't have, a, don't get me wrong, I'm not rich or anything, but I had right. enough that I could pay my bills. As I said, I had enough, I could pay my bills and survive and maybe cook food and maybe not go on any holidays it's, and it's, sacrifice things, good stuff. But I could survive and pay my bills. But then, as I said, I don't want to spend all my savings. I still have God-given skills that I believe in that can make me money. And I said, if I can't get a hand modeling job, if I can't get an acting thing, if I can't get a hosting, I'm wasting my time here on this planet. That's what I'm saying. Right. So I never, my savings never did end because I've got work. That's what I'm saying. I never had to use all my savings, but I needed that confidence to take the leaps. I had to know I could survive. And that's why I wouldn't do it before. And then I saved up. I saved all my, my bonuses at work. And so I worked harder and said, next year I'm going to do it. So I mean, so, right, and yeah. then I had that comfort. Um, but I said, the plan was never to spend all my savings. You really do want to work. Um, so if you're at home and you have your dreams as well and you want to do something, um, again, you know, maybe on the weekends, in the evenings, you know, again, it's not always about acting. Some people might want to dance. They might want to learn a language. You might want to roller skate. Absolutely. Do Absolutely. it. I'm just like... You have to start something little and then just work your way up. It leads up. Yeah, it leads up. Um, And the funny thing is with me, the the turning point for me, to be honest, in all of this was learning to swim because I couldn't swim. And that was a big fear I had of water. Mm. And I couldn't swim. And I used to go on these holidays, just dabbling my foot in, looking at the kids. Like it was, I used to dream I could swim. I used to have these dreams I was swimming and I wake up and I can't swim. Do you know what I mean? And, and I think because we went stage school, we did the dance and the arts, we didn't do the sports. And my mom's, my mom's Grenadian mm-hmm. and they just learned to swim, just go in the sea and swim, you right. know? Yeah. So my mom gave us so much lessons from steel band to African dance, everything, but she never did swimming. So she always says, I wish I gave you a lot of swimming lessons, but it's not something she thought of as a Grenadian. Right. They didn't, they didn't grow up on swimming lessons, you know? They just went in the sea right. and, yeah. and, and started swimming or they something. started swimming, yeah. Yeah, so that's one thing that we missed. And, I had beginner swimming lessons like twice. I was I was terrible, and th- it's the power. This is this was the keys for me for everything. To be honest, on my journey was the power of the mind. The fear I had was so stupid because I wouldn't do nothing. I'd go in the water. I wouldn't go in the middle. I, I, if they said go swim, I know everything she said. No, 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 right? And then right. I, I wasn't doing, it and I was not progressing. And I came back again, and she, the woman said, "You're back again." I said, yeah, I want to do this. And the woman said, this woman said the best thing ever. She said, look, I'm not being funny. You're wasting your time. I said, what? She said, she said I can take your money. She said, I can take your money. But if you're not going to do anything, you can't do anything. You're lost. Right. Because she right. said, every time I say this, you say no. She said, it's a waste of time. 
you have to be ready for it. And then I, and I was like, why she doesn't even want my money? I was like, this woman, she doesn't even want to teach me. I, it, she messed up my mind. I was like, what? And then I came, and then she was like, you're five foot nine, Mel. You're, you're not going to go. I'm, I'm in the, like the shallow end. Right, yeah. She was hard, this teacher, but she kicked me. Like she woke me up. She's like, you're five foot nine, Mel. If you go one day, you're going to stand up. Like, what, what, what are you scared of? Like, and, she, and I was like, oh my God. And I suddenly felt stupid. You know what I mean? And that then is I suddenly so thought, like, oh brilliant. my God. Like, That's so yeah. brilliant. She, she did that to me. Yeah. And then she's like, she's like, wake up, man. And I was like, oh my God. You know what I mean? And, like, and she really woke me up. Right. And I had to change my mind. It's the mind. And then I was like, I had to trust the water. And, then, and she's like, look, just, you could, if it doesn't happen, just stand up. You're five foot nine. I was like, oh my God. And so look at the kids. They can't even reach the bottom. I was like, oh my God. But she woke me up. That's right? it. That's it, it. It was a shape like that. She gave it me sure those is. words. Yeah. It's the and power then, of the mind. You're going to be okay. You're five foot nine. What are you scared of? What are you and scared then of? I just felt so stupid. And then she did wow. stuff. So she's like, have you been in the deep end before? I was like, no. So she's like, she took one of the lifeguards and they got this stick thing. They said, no, feel the buoyancy. Feel the buoyancy. She's like, if you go under, you will come back up. Even if you just go one down, just go, you will come up. And, and so she did all that stuff and I felt it. And then I was like, okay. And then I can swim now. You see what I'm saying? And the first time I swam, I nearly drowned. Because, because when I actually felt like, you know, I was just free on the water, it's I nearly beautiful. went under with a panic. Like, and then it's like, oh my God. And then, and then from that, I said, oh my God, I, that was so silly. And then I was like, what else? Right. Have I been scared of? Exactly. And, and, that... from, and then the next thing was comedy. The next thing on my list was comedy. And my biggest fear in comedy was going out there and no one laughing. So I'm funny just talking with the family, you know, the party things, you know, class clown, right. whatever. I'm yeah. funny like that. But my biggest fear was going out there and like nobody laughed. And so I would never do it. We used to go to comedy shows for years. And people would say, they'd say, we've got five minutes, somebody come down. They'd be like, Mel, go. I'd be like, mm -mm -mm. I would never do it. And then after that swimming, I went on a holiday with my sister and I had a girl drop on the floor and she literally wet herself. She, she laughed so much this holiday, really? she literally wet herself and in a cream skirt, you saw the patch come through. <laughs> and I said, this is too much. This is, I need to do something with this. And then I came back and then I followed my comedy thing and I did like a comedy course. And then the guy said, Mel, you just need to go out there. And then he just gave me the confidence that I did it. And then I went out there and on my second gig, I got to a comedy, I was in a, con the second gig I went to a comedy contest, I got to the, um, the quarterfinals. And by the end of the year, I was hosting in the semifinals. And by next year, I was winning awards. And again, that only came from swimming and then saying, and then I, I went for my fears. After that, I said, okay, what's my next fear? Right, yeah. What is it? And then, and then what happens if they don't laugh? Right. That's, right, that's the same thing. That's what the same thing, yeah. Laugh? Nothing. Right. What happened if I go under? Nothing. Right? So I changed my mindset. Then I had no fear. That's why I used to do hashtag no fear, follow your dreams, blah, blah. Because the fear of the unknown will stop you for a lot. But I'm looking to swim in and I never saw the day. So it's things I never saw. You know, you've got your vision. I never saw a day I'd swim. I never saw a day I'd do a stand-up gig. I just knew I was funny. But it wasn't, um, right? So I was like, okay, that, comedy. And now I will try anything. Because what's going to happen, right? Right. What's going to happen? They don't laugh or you're always going to survive. You're always there. Always going to be setbacks. I'm still going to be back. I'm still going to be here. You're all you learn from setbacks it. and then you're going to come back. And you're still going to survive. And you're going to survive. I'm not going to die and I'm not going to drown. And, I, and if they don't laugh, oh, well, all right, I better set next time. Right. But that fear of the unknown, I would never do it for five years before I learned to swim. 
Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't do it. That is so the that analogy of life. Yeah, that's the analogy that's the of life. Right there. Of life. It is. So the fear stops a lot of people, and as I said to you, other people's fear. Right. Everybody's got a dream. I don't care. Everyone's got a dream, and some people don't live theirs. Right. right? And, and you end up you working with people. You end up working with people like that. That could be your manager right. or something. And they sit down when you come in and you say, I'm an actress, comedian. Oh, I love it, Mel. Great, great. But when they see you doing more, oh, you're doing really well. Oh, you want to book a holiday? I've got a gig. Oh, another gig. You see them, it's really happening. Because sometimes people think you're talking nonsense. Right, admit, yeah. Some people aren't serious. I'm, I don't talk anything unless I'm serious. So when you meet other people and they've got their dream, sometimes they don't want to see your dream happening because they never pursued theirs. This is the <laughs> truth, right? So yes. to, I'm very careful who I'm around. Trust me, my energy, I protect my energy. There's a lot of people can try to be your friend and all of that. And I've had a lot of people that wished me well and all of that when they thought maybe I was not going to get there. But once I've got there, I can't see them now, though. Right, so I'm saying, yeah, yeah. Because they don't want to be around you because maybe they didn't do their dream and then they feel like... So, so some people, they begrudge you. You know, they get the haters. The haters, the haters yeah. Hating, yep. As I said, me personally, if you haven't got a hater, you better step it up. Absolutely. That's right. Hate when you're doing something That's great. right. That's right. If you ain't got a hater, you you got some work I, to do. I say that too. And if you don't have somebody <laughs> copying you, you know, that's right. Leader. People tell me, Mel, do you know how much people's trying to be an agent and all of this now? I'm like, great. I wish them all the best in the all world. All the best. Um, because I might have seen something. You need an influencer. But I know I'm one of the leaders and the influencers. Right. I will continue to lead the influence for others to follow. Right. I have no problem with this. Absolutely. Um, because we all need somebody to lead and follow. There's we always do. an influencer. Right. But which one are you? That's, right. that's it. Right. I, don't, I, I don't mind inspiring. I call Absolutely. it inspiration. If and I'm I taking, and you're taking, you else, said it earlier. You're taking your own path. You know, this is your journey. So what right. I'm doing is not that we're not doing the same thing. I, I wish everybody thing. around me the I best on their journey. I wish everybody well. I want everybody to win. I want everybody I want to everybody win. To yeah, win. but winning, however it works for you. How, yep. And I'm just not staying in my lane. So I've had somebody message me the other day like, oh, someone's trying to copy you. And I don't even get in that energy. I said, great. I hope they do well with it. And I hope they inspire somebody else and it passes on. That's, that's, Listen, that's the end I, of I it there. I can't even tell you. This, this is a, on a personal level. I have somebody on another website. It's on a dating website who's taking my pictures and, you know, using my image to talk to women. Now, on the one hand, I'm like, I can't believe somebody's doing this. But on the other hand, I'm like, well, okay, well, right? somebody's, yeah, copy me. Yeah, so if you compliment. feel like that I'm doing something, yeah, somebody yeah. created a page, you know, of podcaster influencer on Instagram and use all my images. Yeah. I'm like, wow, I should have done that first. Why didn't I do it? <laughs> Why did I, I do this? Like, you want to a good thing, right? So it makes you, yeah, you have to, you have to, you know. You will always have haters. You will always Absolutely. have people. But as I said, I don't tend to keep those people around me. Right. So you I know, know a lot of people. And a lot of people say, oh, I know Mel. But there's only a few people come to my house and my home and all that. And I'm all about the right energy because people can drain and take you away. And I think when people have ideas, a tip for anyone listening, when you've mm -hmm. got ideas, People always talking. It's sometimes too much talking. Too much talking. Do it. Absolutely. Do it. Launch it. <laughs> Do it and launch it, and we'll support you then. <laughs> talk, talk, talk. It might not ever come. <laughs> and then the people say you're long, and then you, then you've got deadline. People are like, what's happening? Right. I know you. I know right. you know. I you've got know. You are talking to me right now. I know exactly what you're talking about. I know exactly what you're talking. So, about. What I'm saying is, it doesn't matter. 
that way you are UK was just the same kind of people that's out there same do you know what kind. I mean absolutely and so yeah it's crazy but I say if you've got something but, to do when I launched my agency I sat here I said to my boyfriend at the time we're not together now but I said I think I want to do this he said I think you'll be great at that I said I think I would boom 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 my mom was in Grenada at the time by the time she came back I was set up my mom's like what what? Wow. And if I told my mom, see, my mom's a person really just take your time, you know, make sure the five year plan, mm-hmm. like, you know, she's like got MA, so she's proper regimented paper. Like, well, I'm just impulsive. I feel it's right. Right. I go and buy it. It feels right to me. Let's do it. But, and I'll just make it happen. Right. And that was my next question. How do you, how did you make, let's talk about the agency for a moment. Okay. How did you make it all come together? Because right. So literally, I, I, well, basically, on my journey as an actress, um, from the, so from comedy, I started comedy 14. Then I went into, then I got into acting. I said, I'm going to be a drama and mm-hmm. a bit of funny roles. And co- I like characters. Um, so I was doing the acting. So what did you ask me? Sorry. Uh, how did you make the agency all come together? Oh, so the I agency. Know you so said, I was in yeah. my own journey. Right. So even though I had my own agents and I'd had agents, I had good experiences, bad experiences. Um, we've got a thing here called Spotlight, which right. is the main system where it's the industry standard, where all the jobs come sure. for the TV stuff, you know, all the merit fast. I was career, actually on Spotlight for a few years. Myself. Are you on Spotlight too? I was. I, I'm not on there any longer. I have I have oh, a connection so you know with it. the UK. We'll talk about that too. Wait, so, so the UK, the you know how mm-hmm. Spotlight works. Yeah. So I was in there, I had my agents. And then one day I was just talking about my credits. And you know, if I had 100 credits, I probably got 95 of them. Do you know what I mean? And I'm like, hold on. What's my agent doing then? Because so I'm a networker. I'm a business. I, right, I yeah. socialize. And then I realized people was coming to me direct. I was getting a lot of work. And then everybody I worked with, I worked to them again. Do you know what I mean? And so I worked with them years and years. Even now, somebody I did a commercial with in like 2017. I just did a feature film with them like last week. So I keep my links good. Because I, I yeah. keep my link. Your network is your network. All yeah, of that. Absolutely. My network, 20-year network, I can still talk to probably 100% of them. I got It's all good. And so it doesn't matter where I am today. Let's, let's say that again. Back. And I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but I, I you know, I, your network is your net worth. Your network is your net worth. Yeah, that's exactly day. right. I and my network is 20 years strong. And I can still talk to 100% of them because, it's, because I've got good relations with people in my network. Because as I said, 20 years ago, I was a rapper, Karen Maji or whatever. No one young going to be an agent today. But some of the people in music, they're now in film in music. Absolutely. We've all crossed over. And so we can still work together because maybe we was right energy. We're still the same now. They're doing awards in music or they're doing events so they can still call me as a host. They can still maybe use my talent. So even a film I'm in, some of my talent might get in it. But sorry, back to the agency. And I yeah. dive, I no, no, that's, pre- that's actually perfect because I needed to hear that too. I- Everybody needs to hear that. Right, yeah, so that is, right. Well, I'm glad I'm, I, I've got some stuff that I don't know. You really need to here. because people don't realize that the, the contacts you're making right now, five years from now, 10 years from now, will keep probably... your links. Absolutely. Right. Because, as I said, if you keep, you don't keep them for all the future because I didn't know what's going to happen. But as I said, the links, I'm like, wow, we can still work. Let's meet up. We can still do business mm-hmm. from 15 years ago when I was carrying my G because now they might do films. I might still want to track one, know somebody. <laughs> It still works, you know. Right. It's, yep. It all links. So in terms of like my journey with my own network, um, I kept on acting. I kept on getting on set, and it's my community spirit and my thing. Like I, I love to see me win, but others too. I'm, I'm here for me. Right. But if I can bring some people with me, and I said that goes back to when I was a singer with dancers and stuff. So I started acting, and I played a lot of these mum roles, and then I kept on meeting the younger kids that was playing my sons or whatever. They were, you know, reminding me of myself when I was starting out. 
you know, and I'm like, what are you guys doing? And like, they're just beginning, they ain't got agents, they don't know this. And I said, tell them a lot of stuff. Just give them tips, just, just try and help them as an actor. Right, yeah, sure. Yeah. And there's some of them for two years, I would send them a casting call. Oh, I saw this on Twitter, go through it. You know, I'd send them open casting calls. I met some people, I tried, I helped them get an agent. And so I was just genuinely helping people as an actress. But then I kept on meeting, there was a diversity time, you know, it's diversity, you know, they want all the diverse people, the young guys, the cool night London kids and all that. Mm-hmm. And then I know those kids. I told them I'm always connected to the streets. So I know all those kids. And I'm hearing these kids saying, I'd love to be in a commercial. I'd love to do this. But they're outside of Spotlight. I mean, then I'm in Spotlight and I'm seeing the jobs saying they want this, they want that. I'm like, I know all those guys out here, but they're, they're on the wrong side. Right. You know I mean? yeah. And then the people on this side need those kids, but they're not in the system. Do you know I mean? And then I'm here in the middle, but the link on both sides. So I became an agent, like they say, if you, if you build it, and it, if it's necessary, you build it and they come. So I literally, I set up and I started with about five or six, just, I was only going to have 10. It was only, I'm a, just, I love my acting. Mm-hmm. I love my comedy. I love entertaining. And this is what I quit my job for. And I said, I'm not going to stop my staff, but I'm going to just help like five to 10. This was the plan. Five to 10 young girls. This is, you know, like I can just mentor, because I get like motivational right. speaking. Yeah. I could mentor, I could, I could get all of the, my passions on my journey that I like to do while I'm helping these kids. That was it. And then I launched up. And the minute I launched, as I said, you build it, they come. I started getting messages every day. Mel, I want to join. I'm like, what? Haven't you got an agent? Haven't you got it? No, no, but I want to be with you. I know you're on it. I'm like, huh? Nearly every production See, I worked with, right. somebody on my books, every production I've done, somebody on my books is from there. So 80% of my talent, I actually worked with them already. So, I, you know, in terms of sales and marketing, I, I work to you. I know how I work to you. You I know, know how great. they work. And see, in your agency, you, you said it yourself, it's built on diversity, right? It's built on diversity, yes. Right. And so, so I people, have mm-hmm. Black, Asian, Iranian, Spanish, Italian, you know, African, everybody. Right. I have everybody. And English, of course, I'm British um, mm-hmm. and Caribbean. Um, but I think when I set up, because as a Black female, people thought, oh, it's going to be Black. As I said to you, you can't have anything just as black. You can't have a white agency. You can't have a black agency. You can't have an Asian. It'll be racist. Mm-hmm. And again, right. I'm just about talent. Talent doesn't have a color. Right. right. It, well, I'm, I can't just be black. And the jobs aren't just black. So as an agent, I'll be limited just waiting for the black job. That is not a big, that's not in business. That don't make sense. Doesn't make sense but at all. But diversity is, authenticity is key. Right. So I need all so all the talent I have, we are different. I've got, my dad is even one of my actors. My dad's 72. And and I believe like anything I have, like my my dad is very much like me. If, if my dad is here now, he, like the energy, I get hot. My dad is the same, we get hot. He's got a lot of energy. <laughs> uh-huh. If my dad's at dinner dance, people's like, give your dad this tissue. He's hot, he's, my, my dad's a natural comedian. So right. when I was a storyteller and comedian, I grew up on hearing stories from my dad, the family. Right, this is what we do. Everyone wants to be the loudest, the funniest. Do you know what I mean? So right. my dad was quite like that. But even my dad at 72 bought a commercial and filmed it last week. I love it. At I 72, love that. First See commercial. That? So again, I've seen the talent in my dad for years. Right. But, but he he couldn't have done it when, it, you know, the way he grew up, he was married at like 25. Mm-hmm. He had the two kids. He's got to support us. If he even had the dream of being a comedian or entertainer, he could never have done it. it. You feel that there's been a shift in, in in what people are looking for and what we're allowed to, what what's being shown on TV and in films and things like that. So the talent is different. The talent, they need more. As I said, right. so I went stage one stuff like that. But as I said, you know, 
If you need 50-year-olds and 70-year-olds, and they, where are you going to find those people? Because if you're a 50 to 70-year-old actor, and if you've been doing it for a while, you're probably established. Yeah. Yeah, you probably made it already. You're probably big. But somebody new, like for commercial, like a new face, where is it? Where are you going to find a 70-year-old just new face like that? But, you know, so when he did his self-tape, Mercedes loved it. They said, Mo, your dad is great. The director loved him. They love him. Now my dad is buzzed. Now he's talking about when he did it as a child. So now I'm realizing my dad as a child, he probably had a dream had of doing dream. this stuff. Yeah. But he wasn't able to because he had family. And just by chance, I'm now an agent. And now I'm putting him on. You see what it I mean? When I got the call from my dad, I, was, I, I almost cried. It, well, I did cry. It's like I got the feeling when I go to church. So when we go to church, if I go to church, I'm very spiritual. I, I don't, I'm not like go to church every week and all that, but I believe and I'm, I'm very spiritual on that. I believe in all the, you know, just energies and all that sort of thing. But if I go to church and I sing, um, I would always get like tears. And it would say, Mel, oh, you're getting, you're calling. This is your calling. Like, the water just streaming. I'm like, why am I crying? Like, they said, Mel, this, you, you, you're missing something. And that, to be honest, that would scare me. And I run from the church. I'm like, yeah. I'm not coming back. Because I'm like, what is going on? There's a mad feeling when I go to church. Anytime I get it. And when I got the call from my dad, I had that same thing in my house. I'm like, oh my God. It's, a, it's an overwhelming something. And I had the same thing when I got a call from my dad. And I said, this is just, just amazing. It's like, and I called my gran in her 90s and said, your son's going to be on TV. Imagine in her, wow. 90s. in her 90s. And she's like, oh, my God. And so, as I said, everything I do, I love it for myself. But I get as much joy as the call from my dad or, or for any other talent I've got to do. Right. I am as happy for that because I feel like, I said, everyone's got a purpose. I feel this is my purpose. When I quit my job, I felt like this is what I'm supposed to do. Right. And it I'm is, it is that. And it's, it's, it's actually, it's more than that, too. It's, it's just plain and simple connection. It's connection. human connection. And your connection to everything. Yes. And you're very in the moment and very aware of it. And I sense that. Wow. You know what I mean? So yeah, I think yeah. that's, that is really your purpose. It's connecting. I feel this is my purpose. Um, uh, connecting. And, and, and I feel I'm on my journey, but again, if I help my dad's dream or my talent and mad or whatever, I feel this is what I'm doing. And, and, and I feel like, I, you haven't heard me, I don't talk about money. I said, forget money and all that. Like, right. I didn't set up because I want money. I didn't set up someone to be, oh, I need some money for the talent. No, I, I wanted to just help. It was genuinely to help five to 10. And I've got way more than that now. And I'm telling you, if you see my Instagram this week, since this month, hit this September, I, I can't believe it. Every day I open my email, booking, booking, booking. And I, I, I always talk about, I've got a thing, you know, my, I've got a thing called motivation. So I mm -hmm. say Mel plus motivation equals motivation. Right. You know? So Hashtag I started elevation. doing that. Yeah, motivation. I love it, I love, right? it. I love it. So I try and do that. So I do little talks and just to inspire people. I said, I, for my team, but then I realized there might be others that, you know, so even this podcast, again, if somebody hears something on here and it helps them, I, I'm grateful, as I said, but again, I'm not saying do what I do. I'm not saying jump, but it's all, as you said, this time's got to be right. You've got to align it up, maybe small steps. But I do advise if you've got a dream, find time to try. Find the time. Try, try to be sweet. And I said, no matter how, you know, because to. I'm saying you can't be working 40 hours a week, 50 hours a week, and you ain't got an hour for your dream. You know, why it are we here? Like nobody's dream was to work at Starbucks or, 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 I'm sorry, I don't believe this was anybody's dream. We have to do things, right, to survive. But if you have, if you have something else, I think, I, I just feel it's a shame to live and not try and just not even try it. Even if it, you, you had enough to do it for two months, 
or whatever. You just did 10 pin work. Do you know what I mean? Like, make it work for you. you You'd know? be surprised if you get up every day and you did one thing towards your dream. What comes of it? You have you to at least try it. If you're doing, you can't, as I said, I know people doing 60 hours and all of that, and man, if only, how are you going to do your dream right. if you're working 60 hours a week? Right. And it doesn't necessarily, it doesn't come overnight either. You know what I mean? Like oh, you said, no. we just went through your whole journey. It's years, a culmination of years, years of things happening to get you to this point. Oh, One night is, night is 15 years. This is 15 years look, to get me on this podcast. And all 15, the 15, 20 years. See, people only see the end. So see, you see, you've seen me now. And, you, you know, most people know me now from the, even my talent. Some of them don't even know I was a comedian. Because, again, people follow you at different stages. Right. So some people's connecting now with the agency. Some connected when I was an actress. Some know me from Caramel G. Do you know what I mean? I was on a site called Ayuma. I started on Ayuma.com. That is back. That's before MySpace, SoundCloud, SoundClick, all of this stuff. Wow, Ayuma wow. is Ayuma was iTunes 20 odd years ago. It was some geeks made MP3s for unsigned artists when the when you could sell records. And we didn't have a market, so they made I think it was MPEG2. This is before MP3, it was old time. Yeah, wow. if you put in our humor, tell you some geeks made this thing. But what they created is what iTunes is today for the main celebrities. But at the time, celebrities didn't need it. Your signed artists didn't need Ayuma because they were selling millions were, yeah, of albums right. back then. So that was our market. But now everything's changed. So whoever created Ayuma was a genius, was a genius. And I started back then. So I've been online for long. I've been connecting for long and I've been networking worldwide through the web. I was on Ayuma for six months and a guy sent me a contract to do a record deal in America. And my dad said, I can't go. My dad wouldn't let me go. So that guy is called Moni Johnson. I still mm -hmm. talk to him now. I'm saying from Ayuma days, I still connect to that guy today. And this guy, I told him the other day, thanks. He, he was almost had tears as well because um, he, because I couldn't go, he sent me stuff like Kate Walk Sona and all this stuff to use on dialect modem, dialect modem take times using MSN, Yahoo and all that. And he taught me how to um, record the vocals and all of that. So he would send me the beats and I could, I could record the vocals and send in the audio files. And because he taught me that 20 years ago, okay, I was able to go on this Karamoji and work with people in Italy, France, Iceland, because it's the same model. It's the same model, yeah. The same model. And then from cutting up those vocal files, it's the same when you're cutting up a self-tape. It's a file. You match it, you cut it. So I'm saying it's the same skill. So when I did my first self-tape and I was going to get someone to do it for me, and I was, I was like, but I can do that. because it's And I just run it the same way like a track, let it roll, let it flow. So I'm saying that it all crossed over. And that guy that just, even I never signed with him, he, I use the stuff he taught me every day today still. Right? See that? Today, and I still talk to him. And I, and I, I said to him, I don't think you realise on my journey how important just meeting you was and that one, if I never met him again, that one moment in life with him, I use it 20 years on every day. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay? That's yep. exactly what it is. And then when I got my talent, I said, you know what? So when I saw the kids, I thought, you know what? I can leave them for the 20 year journey. Or maybe I can just come and interject and give them something that might set them off on their 20 years. Do you see what I mean? Right. So I'm trying to do the same thing. Again, I might not be around them forever. But I'm sure in 20 years time, I might still remember Mel told me that. Do you see what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So I try and I, I take the good stuff. I just take the good stuff and just try and put it back out there again. Wow. <laughs> amen. I feel like an amen. <laughs> I love this. I love it.
<laughs> One more question for you. Um, in terms of the agency, I know you're looking for talent. How do people submit? Are you looking for, my, my audience is American. Do you take any American actors? How do we get in touch with you? Okay, so basically, um, as I said, I have got, I've got two American talents actually on the books, mm -hmm. uh, but they're UK based. I have got one in America. Um, I do have American contacts, but in terms of the talent on the website, there's a representation tab. Um, if you're in Spotlight or IMDB, you can send me your links, um, send me your links, your headshots, your profile. You know, I always, it's not just about, hey, here's my stuff. I, I want to know, who are you? Yeah, sure. What are you about? Why yeah. have you come to me? What do, where, do, where do you want to go? Like, I, you know, I get a vibe from the messages too, um, because I get so much coming in and it's like, I can't go for all of them, especially if I don't know you. Yeah, sure. So, you know, me, you know, I don't want this general, or oh, hi, you know, you've sent out 100 kind of, the generic, you can tell a generic one. You know, try and make it personal. Let me know who you work out. I'm a, I'm a vibe. I can pick up the vibes and emails. Yeah, so let me know about you. Send me as much your headshot, your show, your profile. And if you're in America, I can, I can still consider you or even international. I've got European talent in Poland and I've got regional London. Um, but again, you can drop me an email, info at meninigirltalent.com. It's all on the website, meninigirltalent.com. But um, me personally, talent is the first thing. Anyone that knows got talent, it's, you've got to have the right energy. Passion. You've got to work hard. It's not, it's not joke. Absolutely. You've got to be 100 serious and you've got to be ready because some people's, you know, they're, they're still just getting there. Like, you know, I'm, I'm looking for that serious level now. 2022 is, you know, it's progression now. You know, when we started, we were getting little stuff, you know, walk-ons, you know, a bit of music videos, some short films. No, I've got a lot of TV work coming now, international, Apple Plus, Netflix. We're getting big stuff, feature films. The American guy I've got, um, he's just done a feature film, ND, I can't say. But he did an ADR on a Guy Ritchie film. He was with me for about two months. Mm -hmm. um, and he did an um, ADR on a Guy Ritchie film called Wrath of Man. I think that's out now, so I can mention that one. Um, but he gets auditions all the time. Because, you see, um, if you're in America, I do have contacts with some CDs in America, the big ones. But if you're in the UK, if you're an American in London or anything like that, or in Europe, there's a lot of work when they're filming the blocks over here. So, you know, the people over in America, always think, why did they get the British and all of that, like, why do they get us in, you know, taking the jobs or whatever? Right. Yes, but yes, yes. When, yeah, I know they want to know that stuff. Like, apart from your John Boyegas and all of that, like the big stuff, you know, that's just politics. You know, they're going to go for all of that. They're huge now. But in terms of, like, in my agency, if I get American CDs, Kim Hardin or some of the people from America, it's because they're filming in Europe. And so it's harder to get the visas for the American, you yes. know, for you guys to come over. So gotcha. a lot of the work I get via Spotlight and stuff is a, a, a job, a huge production. It could be an Expendables 4, Phosphorus Night. It could be a big production but they're going to be filming in UK or Europe. And so they've come here for the American accent. Just what I'm saying to you. Yes. And then exactly. there was, so the guy bought Homeland the final season, mm -hmm. but they filmed it in Morocco. But then they had LA blocks where then they, I would have to put their people in LA because they, they didn't want the visas. So, do you know what I mean? So sometimes yes. they've got the time for the visas for the British to go. So they will stick with American. But when they come over this side, this is why they come to us, not just trying to take the jobs away from Americans. It's because it's easier for us to get there and just go there from the UK and stuff. Absolutely. Um, there's a lot of opportunity. I, I just think the industry is changing. Um, it's very competitive. Um, you've got all this self-taping stuff now. And, you know, I check every tape. So every tape that goes out, it's got my name on it, and it? Like, Melanie Girl Talent. Like, you know, some people just letting them upload it and all this. No, 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 no. I check every tape because attention to detail, not being funny, is something, okay? And, you know, to get a job, you need to pay. You need to listen to the director. 
Um, but if you're not in the room now, that means you have to follow the instructions. Right. And I don't know what's going on, but a lot of people just don't seem to read properly to me. They're just they're skimming, they're skimming, they're rushing, they're filling in blanks, and they're not doing what's on the paper. That's what I'm saying. Now, if you don't do what's on the paper, you're not booking a job. It's, just, it's, it's, it's not going to happen. Wow. And I, sometimes when I first started the self-tape, and I used to send back probably one in every other table, I probably send it back. Where's this? Where's that? Where's that? Oh, I missed it. You miss it. You missed the job, mate. Right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because somebody didn't miss it. <laughs> and somebody did it. And if I'm the director, I'm going to go the one that followed it all. You know what I'm saying? The right. one that missed it, you're rushing. You know, you've got time. You're at home. Read it. I had to do a Zoom call with my team, about two-hour Zoom, telling them, guys, wake up. Wait, do you want to book today or what? You know what I mean? Because you, with the self-taping, it's tricky. It's tricky. And you've got a lot of people always doing these courses or telling you what to do and giving advice. And some of my talent go in there, but I'm like, but what do these people really know about self-taping though? Right, yeah. Because you can get confused yeah. out there. Mm -hmm. You can get confused. Can. I, I'm an actress first as well. And it can be confusing when I was trying to read who was right, which CD's right. Because to be honest, if I have 10 requests today, every CD might have a different request, you know, that there's not necessarily just a standard protocol. Right, Somebody exactly. want it like this, someone want it like that. So you've got to follow what they say. So these people making these videos about, oh, self-tape success, what, what is it really based on? Because I give, I, every tape that books, I keep it. I've got winning tapes. So I know what bought. I've got yeah. 50 tapes on my phone right now that bought jobs. So if you want to ask me about self-taping, I can show you the tape and the job. Do you see what I'm saying? It's real. Listen, I'm not make. I, I don't talk. I, I don't make up stuff. Absolutely I mean. not. Absolutely not. It's Melanie, all real. It's all, I just you. did in realness. I'm 100 real. You know what I mean? Melanie, I want to <laughs> listen. I gotta go. And I'm, I'm so and I wanna, sorry. First of all, so no, sorry. two things. One, I want to thank you for your time. You know, thank it's you. a pleasure. So if I was rambling on a bit. Not at all. Not at all. Second of all, I would love to have you back, maybe in a live video, so we can teach some people about some things here, you know, in terms of yeah, agency. Yeah. I would love that. We'll talk mm -hmm. about that later. Sure. But first, I just want to thank you for spending this time. And I know uh, we're a few hours, you know, you're a few hours ahead of us, but taking the yeah. time out of your schedule to share this with us and share no your problem. journey and inspiring everyone. Um, thank this you for incredible. inviting me on here. I love what you're doing. And and I, I said, I'm all for the positive. And if it helps, let's say this is, if it helps five people, one person, I'm good. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? And I'm yeah. sure it is. Everyone, please make sure you follow Melanie T. Gale at IG of Melanie Gale Talent. You can also find her on her personal page at Mel Melanie T. Gale. But definitely go to the website and find out more information about what she does at MelanieGaleTalent.com. This has been incredible. Melanie, thank you, thank you, thank you so much thank for your time, you. your inspiration, and your journey. Everyone, please make sure you follow. This is One Mike Knight. Please follow us on all our social media. Go to the Facebook page and join the One Mike Knight community of artists. One Mike Knight is spelled O-N-E-M-I-C-N-I-T-E. Go to onemiknight.com and find out all the links to all the social media. And me, you can follow me at Marcos Luis. Do it. M-A-R-C-O-S-L-U-I-S. You can go to the .com and find, find out all the things that I'm working on as well. Got a big surprise for you coming up too. You'll find out. Go to my IG page later on today and see the posting that I make. And I want to thank you, everybody who's been on this journey with me for 15 years at One Mike Night. I couldn't be more happy. And we'll see you next time on
Mike Knight podcast with Enjoy Hispanic Heritage Month too. Ciao. Ciao.